Today's episode of The Lutheran Cartographer is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook at audibletrial.com slash lutherancartographer. The Lutheran Cartographer, episode 10. Welcome to The Lutheran Cartographer. Today we are joined by Pastor Kevin Golden of Village Lutheran Church in Ladue, Missouri. I had the pleasure of worshiping at Village when I was out for the Issues Etc. conference, and I'm very pleased that Pastor Golden is joining us today. He was installed as Village's pastor in July 2009. Pastor Golden, welcome to the show. Good to be with you. So give us a little bit of background on you, where you've lived, and how you came to Village. So uh, just personally, I kind of grew up all over the Midwest, born in Illinois, but when I was two years old, we moved to Kansas, where my mother is originally from. Uh, we lived there for about four years. Then as a child again, I, we moved up to South Dakota, lived there for about five years. Uh, my father was working for a farm implement dealership at that point in time in management with them, and they were moving us around a little bit. Uh, they ended up moving us when I was 11 years old down to Southwest Missouri, uh, specifically Carthage, Missouri, town of about 12,000 in Southwest Missouri. And uh, that is where my family settled after a while. Uh, my folks are still living there. So I would consider I'm pretty much a Missouri boy for the most part. Uh, and then I uh, did my undergraduate education at what is now Missouri State University in Springfield, Missouri. Straight out of uh, seminary, I went to Concordia, or I'm sorry, straight out of college, I went to uh, Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. And uh, did uh, a year of vicarage, so I spent a year um, as actually not only my uh, in the seminary training, of course your third out of four years of seminary training is spent interning at a congregation as their vicar. That was also my first year of marriage. My wife and I got married right before that. And that was down in suburban Dallas, Fort Worth, where I served that, and then came back to seminary to finish my fourth year, stuck around a few years doing PhD work, and then took my first call in 2002 to Grace Lutheran Church in Holt Summit, Missouri. Uh, that is a small bedroom community for Jefferson City, Missouri, so right in the middle of the state. I spent seven years there before taking the call here to Village, and I've been here now uh, over a decade, which is a rather incredible thing to think about. It's the longest I've been in any one spot in my life. Yeah, that is an impressive tenure. Now, help orient us. Ledoux is a suburb of St. Louis, isn't it? Where where in the metropolitan area are you exactly? Yeah, so we are uh, suburban St. Louis, and you might call us kind of the inner suburbs. We're not that terribly far from St. Louis proper. And if individuals are aware of St. Louis, the city kind of sits right in a, a little kind of a crevice, if you will, of the Mississippi River where it takes a bend. There's the city, and then the county surrounds the city on the north, west, and south sides. Of course, if you go to the east, you're uh, heading into Illinois. But uh, So we're in what is often referred to as West County here in St. Louis. You'll, you'll talk about North County, South County, and West County. We are in West County and kind of the inner part of West County, of West St. Louis County. Uh, it is uh, West County is known to be the more affluent area and to be honest, Ledoux is the epitome of that. Uh, if you're from St. Louis, you hear the word Ledoux, you think of um, snooty rich folk. 
Okay. And I can say, you know, for our congregation, um, that is that can actually be a bit of a challenge, obvious, that, that we are in Ladue. Uh, it's a nice location to be in. Uh, we've got a, and my family lives in a parsonage on the congregation's campus. And so it's a nice location for my family to be living, very safe. But also it creates a challenge because for St. Louisans, they hear Ladue and they think, well, that's where snooty rich folk, folk live. Uh, I have current members who told me, uh, well, I was told that based on what I was looking for in a church, I had to go check out Village, but I didn't think I really should because you're in Ladue, and I just didn't think I'd fit in. Um, and so that's one of our little challenges is to say, you know what, we may be in Ladue, but we are really like any other faithful congregation. We're made up of people from all walks of life. In fact, the majority of our members drive 15 minutes, usually far more than that, to get to Village. We're kind of a, a regional or destination church in that regard. I see. So tell us a little bit more about how Ladue and the St. Louis area compares with the other places you've been in terms of the good and the bad. Yeah, so if you want to talk specifically about the experience as being a Lutheran, of course, St. Louis has got a lot of uh, Lutheran presence, everything from you know, a sizable populace of Lutherans, LCMS Lutherans, especially here in St. Louis. But also, you've got kind of an epicenter of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, in that you've got the International Center, the headquarters of the LCMS. You've got Concordia Seminary. You've got Concordia Publishing House. You've got Lutheran Hour Ministries. You've got all these different entities of the church that are bound up right here in St. Louis. And so there's a, uh, that creates a little bit of a, uh, well, um, constant uh, kind of flux going on of, uh, in a couple of ways. One, um, the congregations tend to be a bit plugged into the overall life of the synod for better and for worse. Now, that's a good thing. You want to be plugged into what's going on in your church body. That's an important thing. But also, you um it can create a challenge when it um, becomes too much of a focus, where you lose sight of the Lord has also planted us simply in this community, and this is where we are to reach out with the gospel, and losing sight of, hey, we are the church in this place, and not necessarily being just defining ourselves by our place within synod. Okay, so it's this constant effort to remember that you are in a place and not just focus on politics of the synod? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, and I can say we uh, also need to be very cognizant of that at Village, because it so happens our called assistant pastor is President Harrison of the LCMS. And one of the things that we've really recognized is this is to be a place for him to get away from all the synodical politics where he can come here and just be pastor, or he can come here and just be a member of the congregation. And so I myself have gone out of my way not to ask him much about synod stuff. Now, if there's something that's on his mind, he wants to talk with me about it, he's welcome to come and do so. But I try not to put that on him. Let this be a safe space for him. But that's also for the sake of the congregation, because let the congregation, uh, we will grapple with those issues um, properly, but we don't want those to dominate. You know, what we want to dominate here is our reception of Christ's gifts and then having received those gifts, how we carry it out to our neighbors. Certainly. So at a more 
day-to-day level, what do you like about the St. Louis area? Well, um, <laughs> I'm a true St. Louisan in this. I love the Cardinals. So it's great to, great to be in St. Louis uh, so I can cheer on the Cardinals. What else beyond the Cardinals do you like about St. Louis? Um, you know, the, St. Louis has a lot of great things. Uh, St. Louis, in part, is known for a lot of really great free things. So mm-hmm. we have the world's famous St. Louis Zoo, which my family loves, especially with our kids. So, uh, hey, it, there's no entry fee. And uh, the way Forest Park which is the big park here in St. Louis where the zoo is located. The way it's set up is you can park within the park itself, not even pay for zoo parking, and go in and have a great time and uh, spend nothing. So it's a that's a wonderful resource to have as a family. We have other great things like that in St. Louis, everything from um, the Science Center, also no entry fee. So that's also at Forest Park. Art Museum in Forest Park, no... Uh, no entry fee. Now, there will be exhibits that you have to pay for, but even on certain days of the week, you get in there for free. So a lot of great things uh, to enjoy that are recreational and beneficial in that regard. Now, there's other ones that you do pay for, but a lot of great things in St. Louis. I think often of the kids' stuff, because I've got kids at home. And so uh, things like the, um, the City Museum down in the city. Also, what my kids love going to a location out here in Kirkwood, Missouri. So that's another West County suburb. The Magic House. It's geared towards kids, and it's kind of like a kind of like a science center, but it's it's like a hands-on science center for kids. But everything is you go in there, and there's activities, so you learn hands-on how the physical properties of the world actually work. What is gravity and electromagnetism and things like that. Now, um, of course, um, I don't know about you, Nick, but I certainly love food. Right? And that's another great thing that St. Louis yeah. has. You know, we're known for our Italian fare. Uh, so the Hill is the historically Italian area here in St. Louis and famous for uh, its food. So I love to go to the Hill and eat some good Italian. Um, but we have other growing ethnic uh, populaces here in St. Louis. So if you enjoy ethnic foods, you have good opportunities in that regard. And then another one that St. Louis is very famous for is Ted Drew's frozen custard. And uh, it, if it might make it all the more sweet that Ted Drew's happens to be Lutheran himself. So I have been to their location on historic route 66, right? Is, is one of their locations, right? You are correct. Yep. Yep. And uh, it's uh, always fun to be there, especially if you go there in the summer, that uh, you'll have a mass of people. And it's always amazing how quickly they can serve people. And uh, it's always a great atmosphere. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about West County. You've already mentioned the safety and how nice the area is. Is there anything else that you particularly like about being in that area of St. Louis? Uh, it's a very accessible area because, again, um, from my home, within two minutes, I can be on Highway 40, which will take me right down to Bush Stadium and other great locations as well. So uh, it's a good spot to be in. Um, I'd somewhat um, compare it with Dallas-Fort Worth because I spent a year living there uh, mm-hmm. when I was serving my vicarage. And what struck me about Dallas-Fort Worth, I loved it. But everything was so spread out where you would, you know, 
from where we were at, I could drive an hour to get to another part of the Metroplex. And that wasn't because of traffic. That was just, that's how long it took, even without bad traffic. Here in St. Louis, things are, are, are much more dense, especially coming from where we are in West County. So that's a great thing. It's easier to get around. Okay, excellent. So we've talked about the good. Let's talk about the flip side. What isn't so good about St. Louis or some of the things that you don't like as much? Uh, one is what I've already mentioned about um, the Lutheran life here is that mm-hmm. hey, Lutheran life is good, but it's easy to become distracted. Uh, one is uh, climate. So, you know, St. Louis in the summer is known for being a rather muggy, hot place. It's not the only place in the world that's muggy and hot, but that definitely uh, will catch some people off guard if they're not uh, as accustomed to the humidity. Um, the other one is in the uh, winter. While we don't get the uh, the winters that our brothers up north in good Lutheran territory like Minnesota and Wisconsin receive, uh, we our winters tend to have the bigger challenge of uh, more in the way of ice that will come along, mm, and I so. See. Uh, that can create challenges. Uh, just last year, we're accustomed to usually one Sunday a year will end up being impacted significantly by weather. Um, last mm-hmm. year, we had four Sundays that were significantly impacted by weather, where our attendance was significantly lower than normal because of ice and other conditions. Anything beyond the weather that is not so great about being in St. Louis? Um. You know, I, I love St. Louis. You know, I can, I've can i lived more time in St. Louis than anywhere else in my life, so I really consider St. Louis home, and I love it. Um, maybe, and, and this isn't so much a fault of St. Louis, is sometimes people have a mistaken understanding of what St. Louis is all about, um, in that we get some negative press sometimes. Everything from what happened a few years ago with the Ferguson um, situation uh, that's part of St. Louis County as well. It's what we would call North County. Um, and so um, certainly that did not give the best light upon the city of St. Louis and the St. Louis County. Um, then also there can be uh, challenges in St. Louis as far as uh, the city itself um, does not have the best rate when it comes to violence and things like that. And so that is not good press. Now, if you look at the overall metropolitan area, including St. Louis County, St. Charles County, uh, crossing over to Metro East, the Illinois area, going south down to what's known as Jefferson County. If you take the entire metro area, hey, um, all in all, it's a good place to be in that regard. But you have distinct pockets where uh, it can give us a, a negative reputation. I encourage people to come and find out that it's actually a great place to be. Excellent. So let's transition. We've talked about the good and the bad. What's it like raising a family there in St. Louis? Well, as I mentioned before, there's a lot of things that my family loves about St. Louis. My wife and I have seven children. So um, keeping the the kids properly oriented and entertained is a big deal. Um, And so there's a lot of great opportunities in that regard for the family. Some of the ones that I've mentioned already, a lot of great free opportunities with a family of seven. No admission fee is a very good thing because, or I'm sorry, a family of nine, seven kids, two, two parents. Um, 
when an admission fee comes along, it can rack up rather quickly. So we love the great uh, free opportunities. And, uh, but also there's even beyond our, just the children themselves, there's also good opportunities for adults. So um, the first one I'm going to bring in actually is for kids as well, is that St. Louis, especially for the size of the, of the community, uh, of the Metroplex, we have an incredibly good orchestra. The St. Louis Symphony Orchestra is well regarded, and especially for a community our size of Metropolitan St. Louis, it's really kind of a stellar in that regard. And so when you have a chance to take your kids down to Powell Hall and you hear some really fine music, that's a great thing. So we've already talked, we've already woven throughout our conversation what it's like being a Lutheran in St. Louis and the effect of having so many Lutherans there, as you mentioned, with things going on with the Synod. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners about what it's like being a Lutheran in St. Louis? Well, like many of uh, those who will be listening to this podcast, despite the fact that we are kind of in the epicenter of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, and we have so much history built into this city, um, like a lot of other people, I can go around in a collar and when I'm wearing my clerical collar, I will regularly be called father because they assume I'm a priest. Mm -hmm. And then when they might see me with my wife and children and they're asking questions and I tell them, well, I, I happen to be a Lutheran pastor, it is still rather common for me to be asked, well, what's a Lutheran? That, uh, you know, so um, despite this being an epicenter, still uh, Lutherans are not universally known and uh, understood and such, which can be used as a blessing because then you get a chance to fill in the blanks for them and let them know here. Well, here's what, who, what we believe is Lutherans and hold forth the gospel. And uh, that can be a great opportunity. All right. The other thing that's also good um, being here is um, for those who are really interested in the history of the Lutheran church, Missouri synod, while we've got a lot of that right here, we're also only, well, less than two hours away from being down in um, the true Holy Land, if you will, Perry County, Missouri, where um, our forebears kind of got the ball rolling down there. And so you can go to some of the uh, historic congregations and sites down there, and it uh, can be an interesting trip down there. Okay, so those that are interested in the history of our synod, it's a good place to be. Yes, yes. Yeah. Let's take a moment to thank our sponsor. If you're listening to this podcast on the go, you know the power of having audio in your ears. And Audible wants to put the great books that you would like to listen to there as well with their free 30-day trial of their service that comes with a free audiobook. So if you're looking for a book to check out, to try it out, I would recommend Martin Luther's Table Talk, Seven Hours of the Wit and Wisdom of Martin Luther. But if you're not interested in Table Talk, they have a wide variety to choose from beyond Table Talk. So check it out at audibletrial.com slash Lutheran Cartographer. Let's get back to the show. So let's transition to part of the podcast that I really look forward to. And we've touched on some of these things already, but 
it's an opportunity for you to highlight any favorite places to eat. You've already mentioned the Italian location. Uh, we've already talked about the zoo and the city museum and Ted Drew's. Any other things that you would highlight to our listeners is, ah, you've got to go check this out. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's a lot of those. Um, everything from those of you uh, listeners who enjoy beer, we have a lot of great opportunities in that regard. Now, of course, St. Louis is known for Anheuser-Busch, and I'll be honest, that's not my first choice of, uh, it's not their products that I will typically consume. But when you um, go, you can go visit um, their brewery and do a tour, and it's rather amazing to watch that tour, all right? And so, also, no charge, all right? Notice my theme here, the things I like, uh, no cost. (laughs) Uh, but that's always I enjoy taking uh, visitors down there to do that tour. I've taken my kids on that tour and they just find it interesting just watching, you know, the volumes of of what they produce down there. Now, related to that also here in St. Louis, uh, one of the great attractions is Grant's Farm. And it's known as Grant's Farm because there's on the site is an old farm where U.S. Grant owned it and lived there and such. But it's actually, it's an Anheuser-Busch-owned entity, and they've got a petting zoo there. That's also where they have a a number of their Clydesdales are housed. You can go see the Clydesdales, beautiful, majestic creatures and such. And um, so that's a great place to actually go out to visit as well with young and old alike. Um, So that's another great thing about being in St. Louis. And uh, the other things that uh, um, you definitely want to check out, you know, we mentioned, uh, I mentioned before, number a great scene for beer. We actually have a lot of microbrews here in St. Louis. And so some of my uh, favorite ones, um, Urban Chestnut, great microbrew, has a couple, uh, has many great beers. My favorite one is kind of out of uh, sentimentality is Schnickelfritz, which uh, my grandfather, good German. That's what he'd call us grandkids, uh, call us Schnickelfritz. So whenever I drink one of those, I have uh, joyful memories of my grandfather. But, um, you know, if there's a lot of great um, eating and drinking here in St. Louis. Wonderful. So let's switch to advice that you might have for our listeners. So let's say that someone has a job offer to St. Louis. What sort of person do you think is well-suited to the area, and what advice would you have for them as they think about whether they should move to St. Louis? Well, uh, maybe as a good ambassador of St. Louis, I'll say anybody is well-suited for St. Louis, all right? And uh, all right. <laughs> as a St. Louisan, I would welcome anybody. Come. Come to St. Louis. Uh, it's a great place to be. Um, but one thing, you know, especially I know you, you're in the realm of uh, IT kind of stuff, and um, St. Louis is probably not the first place people think about when it comes to IT, but that's actually kind of a burgeoning realm within St. Louis is we've got a growing um, capacity in that regard. And in fact, there is uh, there's uh, an area that it's actually into the city um, itself. And I'm trying to remember the, the title that they've given to it. It's like a, the uh, cyber core or something of that nature. It's not the right term, but that the whole area is kind of geared towards trying to work in the IT field 
to help build that up within St. Louis. So it's a bit of a, a burgeoning area. So IT folk, come check us out. All right. All um, right. I would also say, of course, anybody who's a sports fan, St. Louis is a great place to be. Of course, we've got the birds on the bat. Um, who, yes, I'm biased, but I'll say, uh, you know, one of the most storied franchises in the history of Major League Baseball. But we also have the reigning Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues. So that's a another great thing. Um, we also have a very uh, burgeoning um, music. Uh, setting here whatever type of music of course we have any number of large scale uh, amphitheaters and stadiums that will hold uh, large concerts for your big names but also you have things like on the Del Mar Loop so that's kind of a historic area they've got uh, it's not far from here they have Blueberry Hill which has got a little bit of a a famous tie to that name because it's a place where if you enjoy uh, music in a more tight setting, it's great. Or um, I mentioned Powell Hall earlier where the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra is the the main um, attraction there. But right across the street from it is Fox Theater. And Fox Theater is where you'll get uh, Broadway productions coming through and such. So, um, and, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. There are just so many opportunities if you enjoy music life, if you enjoy um, sports, we're also getting a major league soccer team that's uh, going to be here in the next couple of years. You know, oh, neat. We've, we've got whatever it is that gets you excited, we've got it here. And if you come to St. Louis because you're excited about all those things, might I just make my shameless plug? Village has what you need above all else. Village has the gospel. Absolutely. So let's transition to your plug anything that you'd like to share with our listeners in terms of where they should go to follow your work online or to check out village what would you like to plug yeah um you know i would first send uh the listeners to just our website villagelutheranchurch.org and uh, there you can get a good selection now some of the other things that you'll find both on that website you can find where you can listen to our services we do stream them live uh, the audio at least and then we archive that so if you want to listen to a past service that's available on demand we also have a podcast ourselves not to be in competition with you you're doing something distinct here nicholas but uh, uh our podcast is really the sundays uh, well not just sunday sermons but sermons in general that are, are preached here uh so sermons as well as bible studies uh so you can find that Go to whatever your favorite uh, podcast uh, service is and just type in Village Lutheran Church and you should be able to find it. All right. Um, So then the other one is we do have a wonderful lecture series that we use. We usually have a couple lectures a year where we bring in somebody to speak on a given topic. We've been running this for, oh, about five years now, and it's been a wonderful way for us to serve the community and beyond. And so you can find those lectures at villagelectures.com. And we have all of the past lectures there. Uh, we recorded them video uh, so that you can watch the video of those past lectures. Um, if anybody's listening right now, the next lecture we have is April the 25th of 2020. Uh, and uh, we're going to be having Dr. Beverly Yonke speaking about uh, depression amongst youth and adolescents. So kind of uh, really trying to serve our community well by um, 
kids in an affluent community are not immune to these issues of mental health. And so we want to help equip our, our teachers, our parents, community leaders, etc., with being able to properly respond to those needs. Okay, excellent. So if our listeners go to lutheran slash 10, you'll find links on the show notes page to all those things that Pastor Golden just mentioned. Pastor Golden, thanks so much for your time today. What are your parting thoughts for our listeners? Well, wherever you are, you're blessed. I'm always reminded of um, Dr. Walther, CFW Walther, founding president of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, um, founding uh, president of Concordia Seminary, just a fine theologian. And in his famous lectures on the proper distinction between law and gospel, he tells um, young, soon-to-be pastors this. He tells them, wherever you are called to be a pastor, that should be to you the most precious and beautiful place on earth, because God has called you there to preach the gospel. Now, I certainly, that resonates well with me. I can say that about both congregations I've served. That was the most beautiful place on earth, because that's where I was called. Now, listeners, you can say the same thing, even if you're not a pastor. Uh, Wherever you are at, let that be the most precious place to you on earth, because that is where the Lord has set you to serve your neighbor, but also it's the place where he has set you to receive his gifts by hearing the gospel, receiving the supper, and on down the line. So I would just encourage you, wherever you're at, be engaged in the life of the church. Receive those gifts and rejoice in it that God has put you there in a place where you are so faithfully served by Christ through his church. All right, that is a great thought. I want to ask you a little further about that. What do you think about... uh, what is a good place to to think about moving? Like we are definitely called to where we are. We have our vacations to our our neighbors, to our families. At what point do we say um, this perhaps isn't a good place, or maybe I should consider moving? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question because uh, you don't have a "thus saith the Lord" on the matter. You know, Nicholas, Certainly. thus you know, thou shalt live in. Washington or wherever it might be. Uh, So you have freedom in the matter. With that freedom comes responsibility to make a wise decision and such. And so um, what I would encourage listeners to think about is this. You You want to keep your priorities straight. So everything from if there are challenges where you're currently residing, ask yourself, well, if I make a move, will those challenges actually be overcome? Or what new challenges would I anticipate? All right. So just making a move doesn't mean the challenges will go away. The second would be this is, why am I trying to get away from those challenges? Because some challenges that we're faced with were meant to overcome by the Lord's help so that you remain where you are and you overcome those challenges. But there is definitely a time when when it's proper to say, hey, I need to make a move and go elsewhere, all right? All right. When you make that move, I would do so with wisdom to say, one, I'm not going away from something. I'm going to something. Where am I going? So this is very similar. Pastors, we don't take calls away from congregations. We take calls to a new congregation. So I'm not leaving somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Same thing with uh, 
everyone else, don't think about what I'm leaving behind. It's about where am I going and why am I going there? Is what opportunity, what uh, blessing has the Lord waiting for me there? And I would say as you weigh that out, one thing you should be looking at already is what is waiting for me there in the way of the church? Is there a location where I'm going to be faithfully served? All right. And because uh, that has to be of the highest priority for you, your family and on down the line. Am I going to be faithfully served with Christ's gifts? Absolutely. Thank you again for your time today. I really appreciate it. God's peace. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Lutheran Cartographer. For more about the things that we talked about today, including links to all those great resources that Pastor Golden mentioned, see the show notes page at lutherancartographer.com slash 10. If you'd like to check out the Audible offer that I mentioned earlier, that's at audibletrial.com slash lutherancartographer. Thanks again for listening today. So you make sure that you don't miss an episode, go ahead and subscribe to the show. And if you could leave us a rating and a review, that's very helpful to me. And again, thanks for listening. I'm Nicholas Weber. Talk to you soon.